the Ram is going to teach us how one is able to find the Mokim Hayoreach Ho'amiti, the exact location of the moon. If someone wants to calculate the exact location, exact position of the moon for any date that he desires, one first calculate the average location of the moon for the night that he wants to determine whether it can be sighted or not. One should calculate the location based on, on the moon's epi cycle and the uh, average location of the sun. One should deduct the emsa hashemesh from the emsa hayreach and the number that remains, one should times it by two. This is referred to as the double elongation, the For a visual of the please check the link in the description. We've already stated above. All the calculations that we bring down in is to know whether the new moon will be able to be sighted in Yerushalayim or not. To ascertain whether the new moon would be able to be sighted, the Mechakakafa cannot be any less than 5 degrees to 62 degrees. Its measure will never be more or fall short of these numbers. Being that this is so, his bain one has to take a look at this if the Mechakakafa is around 5 degrees, then one shouldn't be concerned with this number and one shouldn't have to add anything. If after doing the Cheshbenis one ends up with a Mechakakafa from 6 degrees to 11, one should add to the Emtza Hamaslo, which is the sun's epicycle, 1 degree. Um, the kids are the Hasbro behind why these additions are made is because based on the gravitational tugs between the sun and the earth, the Emsa Hamaslo, the sun's epicycle, the moon's epicycle is slightly distorted, so we have to add these distances based on the Mechakakafel to make up for that distortion. Vim ya Mechakakafel mishtemesre minus vadidches, for the Mechakakafel is between 12 and 18 degrees, minus teisef al Emsa Hamaslo shtemesre 2 degrees should be added to the Moon's epicycle. Vim yia hamercha kakafo miya test masat chav dalad. If mercha kakafo is between 19 and 24 degrees, minus tasteful emsa maso slash minus 3 degrees should be added to this moon's epicycle. Vim yia hamercha kakafo mi chavi minus salamad alaf milois. If one's mercha kakafo is between 25 and 31 degrees, tasteful emsa maso dalad milois 4 degrees should be added to the emsa hamaslo. Vim yia hamercha kakafo milamad base. If the Mechakakov covers between 32 and 38 degrees, taste of Lemsa Maslo, hey minus 5 degrees should be added to the to the moon's epicycle. Vimia Hamechakov Milamates Minus Admem Hey Milis. If the Mechakov is between 39 degrees and 45 degrees, taste of Lemsa Maslo, Shish Milis, 6 degrees should be added to the moon's epicycle. Vimia Hamechakov Mimemvav Milis Admem Alf Milis. Between, if the Mechakov is between 46 and 51 degrees, taste of Lemsa Maslo, Sheva Milis. 7 degrees should be added to the moon's Emsa Maslo. Vimia Mechakakafel Minum Base Milois. If it's between 52 degrees, Ad Nun Tes Milois to 59 degrees, Taste of Alamsa Maslo Ches Milois. 8 degrees should be added to the to the moon's epicycle. Vimia Mechakakafel Mishishim Milois Ad. Shishim Gimel 63 degrees, Milois. Taste of Alamsa Maslo Tes Milois. 9 degrees should be added to the moon's epicycle. Mashiya Emsa Maslo. Achasha Taste of All of Milois Elo. Honikram Maslo Honachin. The number that one. And ends up with after adding these numbers based on the Mechakakafel is referred to as the correct course. Masl Hanochin, the correct course of the moon. Dalvachakach, and afterwards, Tirikama Milis or Masl Hanochin. One has to see how many degrees does he end up with that brought him to the Masl Hanochin. If the result is less than 180 degrees, Tigra one should deduct. The money Hamaslo, which the Rambam is going to give us in, which the Rambam is going to give us in Halachivav later on, from the Emsa Hayreach, which is the or the average orbit of the moon around the Earth, for one to be uh, for one to come to the, t- the the moment in which the moon will be sighted. 
If after adding the Mechaka Kafa and one ends up with more than 180 degrees, this number should be added to the Masl Hanachin, the Shasariya to be given the moment of the sighting of the new moon. The number the one ends up with after adding or subtracting, that is the true position of the moon for the time of its sighting. Hey, but da, one should know, that if after adding the Merchah Kakafa, one ends up with exactly 180 or 360 degrees, there's no need to add or subtract further degrees, further measures. The average location after adding the Merchah Kakafa will be its true position. The Raman is now going to tell us that depending on what the correct course is, the Masla Hanachin, that is how many Manisa Masla one has to take into Cheshbin. If the Masla Hanachin is 10 Mailis, 50 Chalakim. If the Masla Hanachin is 10 Mailis, 1 degree. If the Masla Hanachin is 30, if the Masl Hanachin is Arboim, Tiamanase, the Manis Samas will be Shalish Mais, three degrees with Shisha Chalakim. Vim Yia non, if the Masl Hanachin is fifty, Tiamanase, the degrees, the Manis Samas will be Shalish Mais, Mamdal Chalakim. Vim Yia Shishim, if the Masl Hanachin is sixty, Tiamanase, its Manis Samas will the degrees of the Manis Samas will be Arba Mais, four degrees with Tezain Chalakim and sixteen Chalakim. Vim Yia Shivim, if the Masl Hanachin is seventy, Tiamanase, the Manis Samas will be Arba Mais, four degrees in Mamal Chalakim and forty one Chalakim. Vim Yia Pei, if the if the Masl Nachin is 80, Tia Manasse, the degrees of the Manasse Masl will be Chamish Mailis, 5 degrees. From Yet Sadik, if the Masl Nachin is 90 degrees, Tia Manasse, the Manasse Masl, the angles of this Masl one will have to add with the Chamish Mailis, Vahe Chalakim, 5 degrees and 5 Chalakim. Vim Yakuf, if the Masl Nachin is by 100, Tia Manasse, Hey Mailis, Vahes Chalakim, Vim Yakuf Yod, if the Masl Nachin is 110, Tia Manasse, the Manasse Masl will be Arba Mailis from the Tas Chalakim, Vim Yakuf Chaf. If the Masl Nachin is 120, Tia Manasse, the Manasse Masl will be Arba Mais for the Esrim Chalakim, 4 degrees and 20 Chalakim, Vimia Kuflamid. If the Masl Nachin is 130, Tia Manasse, the Manasse Masl will be Arba Mais, Vidal of Chalakim, Vimia Kufmem. If the Masl Nachin is 140, Tia Manasse, the Manasse Masl will be Gimu Mais, the Mais of Lamdim Chalakim, 33 Chalakim, Vimia Kufnon. If the Masl Hanachin is 150 Tia Manasse, the Manasse Masl will be Sholish Mais, Memches Chalakim. Vim Yakov Samach, if the Masl Nachin is 160 Tia Manasse, Maila Achas Vunundav Chalakim, 1 degree and 56 Chalakim. Vim Yakov Ein, if the Masl Nachin is 170 Tia Manasse, the Manasse Masl will be Maila Achas Vunundav Chalakim, 1 degree and 59 Chalakim. Vim Yakov Pei, Bishave, if the Masl Nachin is exactly 180 degrees, Ain Lay Mane, there's no need to add or subtract. Manisa Maslo, commercial man has explained above. The calculation with which one is able to determine the average location of the moon after considering the Mecha Kakafel is the specific and exact location of the moon. If the correct course, if the Maslo Nachin is more than 180 degrees, one should subtract it from 360. And will be able to obtain its angle. As was explained when it came to the Maslow, the course of the sun, as explained in Pedicut Gimel. If the Maslow Nochin includes units as well as tens, one should calculate the average increase per the degree and then add it to the lower figure. As explained when it came to the course of the sun regarding its units, so too it should be used regarding the Maslow Nochin of the moon and its units. Ches, is now going to give a practical example of all the Cheshbonis that he laid down from the beginning of the Pedic till now. If you want to know the exact location of the moon of Friday night, which is the second day of the month of Eid, from the baseline year which the Ramam laid out above of 4938. The full days that have passed since the Shasu Iker till this night of, of Friday night is uh, with which you want to determine the exact location of the moon by is 29 days. 
the average location of the moon's orbit around the Earth for this moment. The average location will be in Gimel minus. Don't have to calculate the moon's epicycle for this moment. That number would be Kuf Gimel Now. Based on the Bav Cheshbainois, that I'm going to read out in the beginning of the Pedic, Tigra Emsa Hashemesh from Emsa Yerech, manifests as the minus the average location of the sun from the average location of the moon. Yishoy, he, he ends up with the remains of Yudzayin Mailis, when in Cheschalakim Vishishniyas. Vizahu Hamerchak, and this is the difference between the angular distance of the sun to the moon, its position in the Magalgal of the Mazolis. Tichpalo Esay, you double that distance, Yetzel Hamerchak Akafo, that double distance. Would be lamed hein milus thirty five degrees and vav chalakim yud beis shnius simonim lo lo nun vav yud beis the fichach therefore continues the Rambam toisef al emsa hamaslo chomish milus five degrees should be added to the emsa hamaslo kamesh edano as explained in the list in halacha vav yitzel chamaslo hanochim kuf ches milus v'chafal chalakim the true root of the moon would be one hundred and eight degrees and twenty one chalakim ve'makpidan al chalakim b'maslo k'derech shbiyana b'shemes just like we don't take just like these chalakim aren't of any significance, as explained in regards to the uh, the motion of the sun, so when it comes to the motion of the moon. Tess. Now we have to calculate the angle for the course of 108 degrees. It's, uh, the result would be 5 degrees in 1 minute and 1 chalak. Because 108 is less than 180, Tigra Hamone, one should deduct these five degrees and one chilek, Shuhu Chamish Mais Vachilek Echad, Min Emsa Hayerech, from the Emsa Hayerech. Yeshua, one remains with Memches Mailis, 48 degrees, Alam Gim Cholokim, Vlam Teshnis. Tasa Shnis Chilek, you should convert the Shnis into Chilek because they're more than 30. Vetosavan Cholokim, and enter the column of Cholokim. Venimsa, and one ends up with the following: Makem Harech, Omiti Bashazul, the exact location, the precise location of the moon for this moment, the Mazel Shay. It's in the constellation of Shar, Yudches Mailois, 18 degrees into that mass of Lamed of Chalakim, Mimaliates, and 66 Chalakim into the 19th degree. Simonim Yudches Lamed of Valderech Hazer, based on the above, Cheshbainis, Tedem Akim Horech, Romiti, one is able to calculate the precise location of the moon, Bacholis, Reir, Shetirza, for any moment of sighting that he desires, Mitchilas Shanazu, Shehi Hoikir, from the beginning of the year 4938, which is the baseline year for Cheshbainis, at Seifa Elon, until the end of time. In Peg Tezayin, the Ram is going to teach us that the spheres in which the sun and the moon revolve in are slightly inclined one against each other to a maximum inclination of 5 degrees, which is something taken to Cheshbon when it comes to citing the specific time of when the new moon would be able to be cited. Peg Tezayin, the Ram is going to give us a Cheshbonus. We begin with Halacha Aleph. The orbit in which the moon revolves constantly, slightly at an angle in contrast to the orbit in which the sun revolves in. Causing the tilt of part of it to be northward and the bottom half of it to be pointing southward to a southern latitude. There are two points in where these two orbits reach, touch each other where there is no latitudinal difference. When the moon will be at any of these two points of location between the two orbits, that the position of the moon in the orbit of its of its of the moon sphere is going to be the same in degree latitude-wise um, in regards to the orbit of the sun. The moment the moon begins to travel in any direction past these two points of connection, it would be traveling in a northernward latitude or southern directed, directed latitude of the sun. The point at which, after passing by, the moon begins to go in a northern, northern latitudinal direction, that position is called the Reish. The point of the sphere in which the moon will begin to go southward, in a southward direction, 
latitudinal direction to the sun's orbit would be Hashemish Hiyanikla Zonov is called the point of the Zonov, the tail. Mahalach Shava Yesh Mazeh Horesh there is a uniform pace, a cruise control pace. It doesn't go faster, slower, at which this sphere, at which this orbit of the moon turns at, or travels at, it travels in a, uh, an opposite direction of the constellations. We taller the dogim from Aries to Pisces. We dogim Lidli, and so on from dogim to Dli, and it continuously follows this pattern. The reason why the Raman tells us us is, as mentioned before, in order to know whether the new moon would be able to be sighted, one would have to take in all cheshbenes that um, that would uh, affect the sighting of the moon, which are the ones that the Raman lays out in this page. Base The average rate of motion of this reish of the head of this moon's orbit in one day is We times it by ten days. The distance it travels is Lamad al Chalakim and Mizayim Shni. So, Nimsa Malachi Bekofiyim, the distance it travels in 100 days, Hey, minus 5 degrees, Vizayim Chalakim and Mugimo Shni. Simonim, Hayiz Mag, Nimsa Malachi Bekofiyim, the distance it travels in 1000 days is Numbay Smilis, Nunzayim Chalakim Vyut Shni. Simonim, Numbay, Nunzayim Yod. Nimsa Shaelis Malachi Bekofiyim, the remainder of after traveling 10,000 days would be Kufsamach Tesmas, 169 degrees, Lamad al Chalakim, Varboim Shni. Simonim, Kasat Lam. The distance travels in 29 days would be Maila Achas, one degree of Lamabes Chalakim Teshnis, Simonim Aleph Labat, Nimsa Malachi Lashona Sadure. The distance it would travel in Lashona Sadure with the months of Cheshun and Kislev at 29 and 30 days would be Yudches Maila's 18 degrees, Mandal Chalakim, Vimembes Shnis, Simonim Yachmad Mab, Vemza Horesh, Betrilas Leil Hey, the average position we need a starting point to start a Cheshbenis from gives us the Rambam. That uh, was the night going into Thursday. Shuhu ha'ike, which is the starting point for Cheshbonis. Ha'ikof ha'yakuf pe ma'as was 180 degrees. Nunzayin chalakim chav cheshniyes. Simonim kapt nas peyach. Gimel im titzaleidem akem haroish b'chol shetitz. If one wants to calculate the position of the head for any different for any given date, one has to follow the following calculations. Taitzayim tsam loitzay ha'es. One should first calculate its average location. K'derech shetitzay em sa'shemesh v'emserech. Just like one is able to calculate the average position. Of the sun and the moon. The Tigra Haemsa Mishin Samachmailis, then one must deduct the number he has from 360 degrees. The remainder of Huma Kem Horesh Baisa Hoes, that is the location of the Resh for any given time. Exactly opposite it by 180 degrees would be the position of its tail. Dalit Kate said it was implied. Harisha Retino Leda Makem Horesh Letrilas Leo Erev Shabbos wants to calculate the position of the Resh. For the beginning of Friday night, Friday night, 6 p.m., the second day of the month of Iyar, of the year of the Ramah, which was 4938, which is the starting line for calculations. We first have to calculate the complete days that have passed from the Leil Ha'ikir to this night, Shonu Reitzim Leida, of which we want to calculate the position of the Reish, but we know 29 days have passed. Hey. Next, one is able to calculate the average position of the Reish based on the above Cheshbenes. Which is by adding 20, uh, 29 days to the location of where the moon was from the Shas Ha'ikir. The Reish would be Kuf Pei Beis Mailis 182 degrees. Tigra emtsa zeh mishin samach. One should deduct this from the number of 360. Shayr lacha. One remains with the number of kuf ein zayin milas 177 degrees. Alamet chalak mechav gimul This is a position of the sun's rush of the of the position of the orbit of the orbit's head. Val tifnel shiyes. The shiyes aren't of any significance. Nimtsa makim harish b'mazal basula. Would turn out that the makim harash would be in the the mazel in the constellation of Basula, Bechov Zayn Mailis, Vlamd Chalakim, Mokrem Hazanov Kinegdoi, and the position of the Zanov, which is 180 degrees opposite, it would be Bemazel Dogim, in the mazel of fish, Dogim, Bechov Zayn Mailis, or Shleishim Chalakim. Vav, Lo'elam Yeh, Ben Horeisha, Ben Hazanov, Chatz Ego Bashavid, there will always be an even half of 180 degrees between the position of the Reish and the Zanov. Lafikach Tafo, Kal Mazel Shetimtza Bay Mokrem Horeish. For any degree, for any constellation in which one will have the the the, the rush inside it, of the the zanov will be seven mazale, seven constellations forward or behind. with the same amount of degrees and chalakim equally, exactly 
opposite where the mockum of the Rosh is. So say the uh, Rosh is currently 10 degrees in any given mazel, in any given constellation. Then the tail would be 10 degrees within the seventh constellation from it. After establishing the position of the head and the position of the tail and the true position of the moon, one has to contemplate regarding these numbers. If the position of the moon is the same, both in degrees and in chalakim, as its head or its tail, one should know that the moon isn't inclined to the north or the south of the sun, meaning that there's no latitudal, there's no latitude difference based on the based on the uh, the inclination of the lunar orbit in contrast to the solar orbit. And if one sees the position of the moon has passed the head and is proceeding in the direction of the tail, Teda one should know, it's currently in a northernward position, going in a, which would create a, a, a latitude difference between the lunar orbit and the solar orbit. If it has passed the tail and it's going currently in a southern, southerly direction towards the Rosh, that the moon will be inclined with the latitudinal difference to the south of the sun's orbit. This inclination to the north or to the south is known as the moon's latitude. If it's pointing upwards, if it's a northerly incline, one should, it should be known as the northerly latitude. If the moon, if the moon's incline is going south, it should be termed as the southern latitude. And if the moon is positioned at either the ratio or the zone, if it's not going to, there's not going to be any latitudinal difference between the sun and the moon. Being that the variation in inclinations between these two orbits is very slight. So the maximum latitudinal difference is only going to be five degrees. Beim itself and beim whether at ninety degrees from the ratio of the zone of at the north or the south. This is the following cheshbon. It's going to continue on its path past the reish in a slightly northernward inclination. To the extent that there's going to be five degrees in latitudinal difference between those orbits of the sun and the moon and then it's going to continue in a slightly southernward direction until there's no latitudinal difference until it reaches the point of the zonov it's then going to continue in a southerly direction very slightly until there's a five degree latitudinal difference and then it's going to continue back in a northernward northerly direction to the reish to the head location of the orbit of the moon there is no latitudinal difference at all. If one wants to know and to determine the, lati the latitude of the moon at any given moment, or if it's in a northerly or southerly position, one first has to calculate the position of the Rosh, and the specific location, the true location of the moon, for that moment. One then has to minus, one has to deduct the Mokim Haresh from the Mokim Harech Ho'amiti, from the true location of the moon. What remains is called the Maslol Harechav, the course of the latitude, to which the Ram is going to give different degrees to teach us whether it's northernward or in a northerly or southerly direction. If the course of this latitude is from degree 1 to 180, one should know that the latitude of the moon is in a northern direction. And if the, the course of the latitude is from 180 to 360 degrees, one should know that the latitude of the moon is going in a southerly direction. If the result one adds up to is either 180 or 360, then there is no latitudinal difference between the sun's orbit and the moon's orbit. The next stage one has to do is the tax of the How many angles 
what, what are the angles of the course of this uh, latitudinal difference? And that is the shift in degree variation to the north or to the south. This figure is referred to as the moon's northerly or southerly latitude, as explained. How large is the angle if we're to calculate the course of its latitude? If the course of the latitude is 10 degrees, then it's monis in which it, 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 then its latitude is going to be, its latitudinal difference between that orbit, the moon's orbit, and the sun's orbit is going to be 52. If the mass of the moon is 20 degrees, the latitudinal difference would be 1 degree and 43. If the muscle is 30 degrees, the latitudinal difference would be 2 miles. If the muscle of the moon is 40 degrees, its latitudinal difference from the moon's orbit to the sun's orbit will be 3 degrees. If the muscle, if the position of the moon in its orbit is 50 degrees, then its latitudinal difference from its location to the sun's orbit will be 3 if it's 60 degrees in its muscle, the monastery muscle would be Arba Miles, Machov Halakim, Vimia Hamasal Shivim. If it's 70 degrees within its orbit, Tia Manasse, Arba Miles, Bemes Halakim, we can see that the the variation in latitudinal differences is growing slightly. If the moon is 80 degrees within its muscle, then its latitudinal difference from its muscle and the sun's will be Dawid minus 4 degrees and then Hei Halakim and 55 Halakim, Vimia Masal Tzadik. And if which is the highest point of variation between the sun and moon's orbit is when the moon is not 90 degrees, it's a quarter way through its orbit. The variation latitudinal difference would be 5 degrees. If the course of the latitude has both units and tens, one should, um, one should calculate the average increase for each degree and add the proportionate amount to the column that is next to it. As was done in terms of calculating the the uh, rate and the uh, the course of the sun and the moon. If the latitude, if the course of the latitude is 53 degrees, and we already know that if if that if its course was established to be fifty degrees, then the latitudinal difference would be three degrees and fifty chalakim. shishim, and if it was ten degrees more within the moon's orbit, the latitudinal difference would be dalad miles So the difference between these two positions of is lamed chalakim, is thirty chalakim, which is gimachalakim lechal ma'ila, three chalakim for every. Degree in which the moon travels within its orbit. So one were able to calculate based on this cheshbin. Of which the moon is currently 53 degrees within its orbit. That the latitudinal difference between its orbit and the sun's orbit is Similar process of cheshbin should be done for each number, for each figure. Now that we know the angle of variations between the latitudinal differences from degree 0 to 90, one is able to calculate the monis hamaslo for all future positions of the moon within its orbit. Because if the moon is more than 90 degrees, at kof pei till 180 within its orbit, tigra hamaslo, mikof pei, one should deduct the monis hamaslo given in Halach Yid Aleph from 180 and the remainder is the angle that one knows it's the the and the, the number that would remain would be the angular would be the latitudinal difference between the two orbits um, this this is a, a printing mistake we continue through the middle of the Lach if the course is between 180 and 270 degrees. We should subtract 180 from the course. And one would be able to find the angle for the remainder of the number that one calculates. If 
the moon has traveled between 270 and 360 degrees within its orbit, that number shall be deducted from 360, leaving it with a number that's less than 90 to calculate the latitudinal difference. What is implied? If the moon is currently 150 degrees within its orbit, one should deduct it from 180, he ends up with 30 degrees. And based on Lachidalf, we know that the Mono of Shleishim is Shteimailis, has a latitudinal difference of 2 degrees, or Shleishim Chalakim. The same latitudinal difference would be for the position of the moon when it's 150 degrees and 30 Chalakim. That, that uh, the same the same latitudinal difference for the moon when it's 30 degrees within its mass law is the same latitudinal difference when it's 150 degrees within its mass law. Another example, if the course is 200 degrees, deducted from the number 180, left with 20. We know that when the moon is 20 degrees within its orbit, the latitudinal difference is 1 degree and 43. The same would apply when it's 200 degrees within its orbit, within the lunar orbit. Another example, if the moon is 300 degrees within its orbit, we should deduct 300 from 360, we're left with 60. That when the moon is 60 degrees within its orbit, there's a latitudinal difference of 4 degrees and 20 chalakim, which is the same amount for when the moon is six, uh, 300 degrees within its lunar orbit. This latitudinal difference would be the similar process of Cheshman should be done for all other numbers. Good test. If one wants to calculate the, a, a, uh, the, the latitude, the length of a certain latitude, if it's a northerly or southerly latitude, Friday night, 6 p.m., of the month of year for that year that the Ramu was calculating, we have already established that the exact location of the moon was this night 18 degrees into the muzzle of Shor and the position of the rush of the moon's orbit at that moment was in the muzzle of one has to deduct the Mokim Harosh from the specific exact location of the moon. One ends up with a Masl Horechav of Reish Lamed Alof Mailois, 231 degrees. Being that we don't have to take and we don't consider the Chalakim, the minor fractions, when it comes to the Cheshbenis, the calculations of the Masl. Based on Allah Yid Alof. And on the subsequent halacha, so the Ramam explains how to calculate the latitudinal difference after 90 degrees. We know that the latitudinal difference of Shalish Mailis, Vunagim Chalakim, is 3 degrees and 53 Chalakim. This is the latitudinal difference of the moon for 6 p.m. of that night. It's in a southernward inclination, because its course is larger than 180 degrees. We continue with Perik Yudzayin Hilchus Kedusha Chedush. In this Perik, the Ramam, for the most part, will conclude the Cheshbonis required for the sighting of the new moon from the vantage point of a person standing in Yerushalayim. The Amu Pratim that are going to be brought down in Perik Yates, which is the last Perik of this set of Alachas, but for the most part, this Perik will conclude the details that are involved in the Cheshbonis of the sighting of the new Chedush, of the new Levana. To be marked before we begin this Perik, there are two points that have to be taken into account. One is that in order to sight the new moon, the crescent of the moon has to be large enough, and this is done by calculating the angular distance between the moon and the sun. As we know, every moilid, every conjunction, the earth, the moon, and the sun are in a straight line, which causes us to see the dark side of the moon. After a specific minimum amount of time that the moon has traveled in its orbit, the new crescent of the moon would be able to be seen. And in order for that crescent to be seen, it has to be large enough from the person standing in Yerushalayim. And, that, uh, and the second point that we have to take into account is that in addition to the, to the size, the crescent of the moon, the skies have to be dark enough for the moon to be, vi to be visible. And this is done by calculating the angular distance between the moon and the horizon. In this Perik, Perik Yudayim, the Rambam is going to discuss in great detail the, these two protim. And uh, I would encourage the listener to take a look in the link in the, in the description for a visual 
and demonstrative 3D explanation of all the details mentioned in this Perik. But we will begin Perik Yudzayin Halach Aleph, Kol HaDvarim, Shigdamnu, Kedeshi, Yosidim, Omachonim, Nadiyas, Harech, all the above mentioned details in the previous Prakim, are so that one would be able to calculate the sighting of the new moon. When one wants to calculate, make these which should begin by calculating the specific location of the sun and the moon, and the position of the reish, for the time of the sighting of the new moon. One should deduct the sun-specific location from the moon-specific location, the remainder is referred to as the first longitude. Once one is able to determine the position of the reish and the position of the moon, one is able to determine the moon's latitude. Or and one is also one would be also able to determine if the latitude is in a northern inclination or southern inclination. After making this cheshbon, one is able to determine the what we call the first latitude. Both these two cheshbonis, the first latitude and the first longitude, should be written down or memorized in a person's mind because they're going to be necessary for the calculations mentioned throughout the Pedic. One should consider the first longitude. If the figure that one arrives at is equal to 9 degrees or less, one is so certain that the new moon will not be visible that night. No further calculation is required, and the basin will not sit that night to wait, Basin wouldn't sit the next day to wait to see if somebody sighted the new moon because it wouldn't have been visible If the first longitude is more than 15 degrees know for certain that the new moon would be sighted in the entire land of Yisrael No further cheshbonis about this period would be required to take into consideration However, if the first longitude is between 49 and 15 degrees, one would have to involve himself in the calculations mentioned throughout Perikid Zayin to see whether or not the new moon would be able to be sighted. When these above apply, when the true position of the moon was between the beginning of the constellation of Gedi to the end of the constellation of Ta'imim. <clears throat> if, however, the true position of the moon was from the beginning of the Mazel of Sartan, going all the way to the Mazel of Keshes, and if we were to transpose that to the to the Mazel of the Kechavim, to the Gargoyle of the Kechavim, it would be going in a southerly direction. And the first longitude position would be 10 degrees or less. Teda, one should know, Shein Harech, Nir Klab, Ba'isi Halayla, that the moon would not be visible that night. If the first longitudinal position was more than 24 degrees, the, um, it would be known for certain that the moon would be sighted in the entire land of Yisrael. If the first longitudinal position is between 10 degrees and 24, it would be necessary to make further calculations to determine whether the moon would be sighted or not. Hey, these are the further calculations that are necessary for the sighting of the new moon. First, one has to consider in which constellation is the position of the moon at. If it's in the first mazel of Tole Tigra, one has to deduct 59 for the reason of why this halakim have to be deducted, please take a look at the link in the description for the visual. Vinya b'mazel shayr, if the exact location of the moon is in the mazel of shayr, tigram and eirech, maila achas, one will have to deduct from this eirech one degree. Vinya b'mazel to'emim, if the moon is in the mazel to'emim, trigam and ha'erech, non ches halakim, 58 degrees should be divided from the first longitudinal position. Vim yeh b'mazel sartan, tigram and ha'erech, non beis halakim, 52 halakim should be deducted. Vim yeh b'mazel aryeh, if the true position of the moon is in the constellation of aryeh, trigam and ha'erech, Mem Gimel Chalakim, 43 Chalakim should be deducted from the first longitudinal position. Vim Yeh B'Mazel B'Sula, Tigram and Ha'erech, Lamazan Chalakim, 37 Chalakim should be deducted. Vim Yeh B'Mazel Meiznaim, if the true position of the moon is in the constellation of Meiznaim, Tigram and Ha'erech, Lamadad Chalakim. Vim Yeh B'Mazel Akrov, if the true position of the moon is in the constellation of Akrov, Tigram and Ha'erech, Lamadad Chalakim, 34 Chalakim should be deducted from the first longitudinal position. Vim Yeh B'Mazel Keshes, 
If the true position of the moon is in the constellation of Gedi, Tigre men Eirech mem dat chalakim, 44 chalakim should be deducted. Vim ye bemazel deli, Tigre men Eirech mem gimme chalakim, 53 chalakim. Vim ye bemazel dogim, if the true position of the moon is in the constellation of dogim, Tigre men Eirech mem ches chalakim, 58 chalakim should be deducted. Vanisha men Eirech, achashe Tigre mem eno, ele chalakim, the remainder of the first longitudinal position after deducting these chalakim, who nikre Eirech shin is referred to as the second longitude. Vavaloma gerin chalakim eno, why are these chalakim subtracted? Till now we've been calculating the exact position of the moon. Tells us that even though that is truly the exact position of the moon, based on the goggle of the mazolis, but that isn't the location, the exact location from the vantage point of a person standing on top of the world. If we were to calculate the position of the moon from the center of the world, through the moon going all the way to the Gagal Hamazolis, that would be considered the Makim Hamuti. But because we're standing on the surface of the world, so there's going to be a parallax. And we're going to have to take into consideration what the Ram is going to call Shinoi Marim. There's going to be a slight variance in the longitude and latitude directions. These sighting adjustments for the moon's longitude for the time of the sighting of the new moon, we always deduct from, should always be subtracted from the first longitude as explained above. Zain. <clears throat> but this isn't necessarily true when it comes to the sighting adjustments of the moon's latitude. If the, if the latitudinal position of the moon is in, northern, is in a northernward position, is northernward of the sun, you would deduct the Shinai, the degrees of the Shinai Hamayra, which Rama will lay out momentarily, from the first, uh, from the first latitudinal uh, position, if the latitudinal position of the moon is southernward, it's underneath the sun, he would add the Shinai Hamayra, the degrees of the change of the position, to the first we would add them to the first uh, latitudinal position. The remainder, the number that remains after adding or deducting, that is referred to as the second latitude. So what are these Shinei Mare that have to be subtracted or added? If the moon is in the Mazel Tole, if the moon is in the mazel of if the moon is in constellation and if it's in the constellation of dogim yud once we know we are aware of these chalakim, tigra eisam and harecha farishin, a taste of eisam, we should deduct them or add them to the first latitudinal position. As mentioned above, and we end up with the second latitude position. And we have already established which which uh, constellations are southernly or northernly. And, we, and based on that, we'll be able to calculate the degrees of the second latitude position. We should have it prepared and at hand for the further cheshbein. In Allah Yudan Yudalaf, the Ramam is going to give us cheshbeinus that allows us to calculate the time that remains between the setting of the sun and the setting of the moon. Allah Yud, v'chakach, afterwards. Tachzavitikach, menhorechev hasheni, hazemek tzasei, a certain amount of the second latitude position should be deducted. Mepnei sharech, nolis mat b'magoli, this is because the moon slightly fluctuates in its orbit. How much, how many fractions of the second latitude should be deducted from it? If the position of the moon is in the beginning of the Mazel Tala until 20 degrees into it, from the beginning of the constellation of Mizna'im until 20 degrees into it, two-fifths should be deducted from the second latitude position. If the moon is 20 positions from the mazel of Tola to 10 degrees into the mazel of Shar, 20 degrees from the, in the constellation of Mizna'im, uh, a third should be deducted from the second latitude position. If the moon is 10 degrees into the mazel of Shar till 20 degrees 
into it, or ten, or yes, or it's or if it's ten to twenty degrees within the muzzle, from ten to twenty degrees within the muzzle of akrov, tikach min horechav hasheni rivisei quarter of the second latitudinal position should be deducted. Im yaharech michaf milois mimazel shar at sefer. If the moon's position is twenty degrees in the constellation of shar until the end, for another ten degrees, or michaf milois. Or from degree number 20 to the end of the constellation of Akrov, fifth of the second attitudinal position should be deducted. If the moon is at the beginning of the muzzle of Toimim, add Esr minus Menu 10 degrees into it. Add Esr minus Menu 10 degrees into from the beginning of Keshes into it. A sixth should be deducted from that second latitudinal position. If it's 10, from 10 to 20 degrees within the mazel of Toimim, or between 10 and 20 degrees within the mazel of Keshes, half of a sixth should be deducted from the latitudinal position. If the position of the moon is from 20 degrees in the mazel of Taimim until 25 degrees, or 20 degrees in the mazel of Keshes to 25 degrees in it, a quarter of a sixth should be deducted from that, from the second latitudinal position. A quarter of a sixth is otherwise known as a 24th. If the position of the moon is 25 degrees in the mazel of Taimim, Ad chomish mailis mamazel sartan, for five degrees into the constellation of sartan. Oi, mechofe mamazel keshes, 25 degrees in the mazel of keshes, ad chomish mailis mamazel gedi, five degrees into the mazel of gedi, like tika klum, no subtraction should be done. Fish ink can lisis mango because in these locations there's no fluctuation of the moon's orbit. If the moon's position is five degrees in the mazel of sartan till ten degrees. Or from five to ten degrees in the mouth of Gedi, Tikach men Horechav Hashem Yerivia Shtusei, a twenty-fourth should be deducted from the second longitudinal position. The im from the from the second latitudinal position. Excuse me. The im yemakayim Horech miyud mimazal sartan at chaf mimenu. If the position of the moon is ten degrees in the mouth of sartan until twenty degrees, or from ten degree ten to degree twenty of mazal Gedi, Tikach men Horechav. Hasheni chatsi shlusi, a twelfth should be deducted from the second latitudinal position. Vim yi yamakem hareach michof, mimazel sartan ad seifei, hamichof, mimazel gdi ad seifei. If the position of the moon is from degree degree twenty of the mazel of sartan to the end, meaning for another ten degrees, or from degree twenty from the mazel of gdi to the end, meaning for another ten degrees, tikach men hareach hasheni shlusi, a sixth should be deducted from the second latitudinal position. If the position of the moon is 10 degrees into the muzzle of Arie for another 10 degrees, or from 10 to 20 degrees within the muzzle of Dili, fifth should be deducted from the second latitudinal position. If the position of the moon is between 10 and 10, 10 and 20 degrees in the muzzle of Arie and 10 and 20 degrees in the muzzle of Dili, of the second latitudinal position should be deducted from it. If the position of the moon is 20 degrees from the muzzle of Arie, uh, till 10 degrees within the muzzle of Basola, in that case, a third of the second latitudinal position should be deducted from it. If the position of the moon is 10 degrees in the muzzle of Basola till the end of that muzzle, if the position of the moon is 10 degrees until the end of the muzzle of Dogim, two-fifths of the second attitude of position should be deducted. These portions that are separated from the second attitude of position are referred to as the circuit of the moon. We should go back and consider the latitudinal position of the moon, and let us see if it's in a northern, northerly, if it's north of the sun or in a southerly direction of the sun. If it's in a northerly orientation of the sun, going, going above the sun, Tigra, Magal, Hayrecha, Zem, and Erecha, Sheni. 
these circuits of the moon should be deducted from the second attitudinal position. And if the second latitudinal position is in a southern direction, these circuits of the moon should be added to the second latitude position. When does the above apply? When the moon is traveling between Mazagodi and the end of Mazagodim, if whoever is traveling from the beginning of the Mazal Sartan to the end of the constellation of Keshes, the opposite would be true. If the moon is in a northernward direction, orientation, we would add these circuits of the moon to the second latitudinal position. If the latitude of the moon was suddenly Tigra Hamagom and we would deduct these these points mentioned the previous Salah from the second latitudinal position. The number that remains afterwards is referred to as the second as the third longitudinal position. One should know, one should calculate. That if there was no fluctuation of the moon. Which, which therefore didn't require any deduction from the second attitudinal position, that would be the, that number would be considered as the third longitudinal position without any need to decrease or increase. So to be makatsa so far, we have longitude one, two, and three. The first longitude enables us to determine the crescent width, i.e. its visibility. The second longitude tells us if there's sufficient time after sunset for the sighting of the new moon. And the third longitude is a point of when the moon would set from the from the position of a person standing at the equator. One should uh, take a look at this third longitudinal position for who, which is based which based on the previous calculations, it comes to the degrees that are between the sun and the moon, and we have to determine where those degrees are in the constellation of the Mazolis. If it's located within the Mazol Dogma we should add to the third longitudinal position a sixth. If it's located in the constellation of Dli Yashar, fifth should be added to the third longitudinal position. Sixth should be added to the third longitudinal position. If it's between these two mazolis, these two constellations, we should leave the third longitudinal position as it is. With no additional subtraction. If the third longitudinal position is between these two mazolis, we should deduct from the third longitudinal position a fifth, a fifth of the total number. If the third longitudinal position is between the constellations of Meznaim and Basula, or Basula, the length of the third longitudinal position, we should deduct from it a third of the total number. The final number after, after subtracting and adding, or leaving it as it is, that is referred to as the fourth longitudinal position. And afterwards, we should go back to the first latitude position of the moon, and set aside two thirds of that number. This is what the Ram this is referred to as. Um, the degrees or the corrections resulting from the geographical latitude of Yerushalayim. One should then see whether the latitude of the moon is northerly, and if that is the case, we should add those Manis Hamedina to the fourth latitudinal position, uh, the fourth longitudinal position, the fourth longitude. And if the latitude of the moon is suddenly we will deduct these Manas Geva Hamedine from the fourth longitude. This fourth longitudinal position, after adding or deducting these Manas Geva Hamedine, this is referred to as the Keshes, the crescent of the moon that would be visible, the Keshes that, that would be sighted in the sky. The case that was implied, the Ramam is now going to apply 
or the Cheshbonis he gave from the beginning of the Perek in the following Halachis. We wanted to determine if the moon would be sighted Friday night, 6 p.m., the second month, the second day of Iyar in the year of the Rambam, which he was calculating of 4938. So, the first calculate the exact position of the sun. The exact position of the moon. And the first latitude position, the latitude of the moon, as explained above in the previous parakim. Based on the Shas Ha'ikir that the Ramam gave in the previous Perakim, the exact position of the sun would be 7 degrees, Teschalakim, Mimazel Shor, Simani Zat. The exact position of the moon would be Biyutches Mailis, Velamit Vav Chalakim, Mimazel Shor, Simani Tches Lamit Vav. The latitude of the moon, Beruach Dorim, in a southern orientation, would be Shalish Mailis, Vonagim Chalakim, Simani Ranagim Ogimo. Zehu Harech Avarish, and this is the first. Latitude. We deduct the position of the sun from the moon. He showed you the Aleph Mailis, Chavzain Chalakim, we are left with the remainder of 11 degrees and 27 Chalakim, Simoni Dalaf Chavzain. This is referred to as the first longitude. Being that the moon was in the Mazel of Shar, that the Rama mentioned in the beginning of the Pedic would be Milo Achas. One degree, Varoy Legroya Oisam in Hoyer Harishan, it should be deducted from the first longitude position. Yetzel Hoyer Hasheni, we end up with the second longitude position of Yud Milois, the Chavzain Chalakim, Simon Yachaz. The Chainsa too, Yashine Mare Horechav, Yud Chalakim, the Shine Mare of the latitude is also, is also 10 degrees. And officially, Hoyerea Hoyedremi, because the latitude of the moon is in a southerly orientation. We should add these these changes of the sighting for the moon, which is 10 chalakim. So we should add them to the reichav. So the second latitude position is going to be dalat minus, the chalakim, four degrees and three chalakim. Simani dab. Being that the moon was 18 degrees in the constellation of Shar, we should set aside a quarter of the second latitude position. Which is what we refer to as the circuit of the moon. So at this time, the circuit of the moon is going to be one degree in one because we don't have to. And what about the shnees? The Rambam says we don't have to pay any attention to the shnees when it comes to these chesbonos. Therefore, says the Rambam, being that the latitude of the moon is suddenly and the true position of the moon is located between Rish Gadi. Between the muzzle of Gedi and Sarton, it would be fitting. One should add the circuit of the moon to the second longitude position. So we end up with the third longitude position of Yud Alof Minus for Chavches Chalakim Simon Yud Alof Chavches. Being that this third longitudinal position is a constellation of Shar, we should add a fifth. To that cheshben shehu shtei mailis, which is two degrees, yud ches chalakim. Beitzel chayirah charavi. The fourth longitude position is going to be yud gimel mailis v'mem vav chalakim. Simon yud gimel mem vav. V'chazano itzel harich avrishin. Then we go back to the first latitude position. V'lakachnu shnei shisha. We set aside two thirds. V'etzem anas gave a hamedina, which takes into the cheshben the horizon from the vantage points of a person standing in Yerushalayim, which gives us v'shtei mailis v'lamad hei chalakim. L'fisha hayirich avdremi, being that this latitude. Was in a southern orientation. We should deduct from it the Manas gave Hamadina from the fourth longitude position. Eleven degrees and eleven chalakim. This is the Keshe the Ark of sighting the crescent of the moon for this night, for this evening, 6 p.m. Friday night, for the second day of Iyar. For any given night, one wants to calculate whether, what degree and what like the new crescent of the moon would be visible in, you should follow the following, the above calculations. After you've determined the Kesha Sariya, the Ark of the Sighting, one has to consider it. The following, going back to the beginning of the Peric. If it's 10, 9 degrees or less, as F, as so then, it's It's impossible for the moon to be sighted within Gan Yisrael. Yes, 
the Kesha Sari is moving 14 degrees, it's impossible for it not to be sighted. So for sure it's going to be sighted within Eretz Yisrael. If the crescent of the sighting of the new moon is between 10 and 14 degrees, but should consider the arc of the sighting in relation to the first longitude, and then he would know whether it will be sighted or not based on the limits that are prevalent at that time. These refer to as the sighting limits. These are the following sighting limits. If the sighting of the crescent is from 9 plus degrees, and the first, the first longitudinal position is 13 degrees or more, the new moon will be sighted for certain. If the arc is less than this, with the longitude is less than the above amount, the new moon will not be sighted. If the arc of the sighting is 11 degrees plus, and the first longitude position is 12 degrees and more, for certain it will be sighted. If the longitude, the first longitude, or the width of the new moon is less than the above mentioned uh, uh, numbers, the moon will not be sighted. If the arc of the sighting is from 11 to 12 degrees, or yes, and the first longitude position is between 11 degrees or more, the new moon will be sighted. If any of the above um, numbers are less than the minimum requirement, the new moon will not be sighted. If the arc of the sighting is more than 12 degrees, and the first longitudinal position, and the first longitude position is 10 degrees or more, the new moon will be sighted. If the arc of the sighting is less than 12 degrees, the longitude is less than 10 degrees. As, uh, excuse me, if the Kesha city is less than 12 and the longitude is less than 10, it will not be sighted. If the arc of the sighting is between 13 degrees, and the first longitude position is 9 degrees or more, the new moon will be sighted. If the new, if the arc of the the arc of the sighting, or the longitude, are less than the above required minimum numbers, the new moon will not be sighted. This concludes the sighting limits. Base, what's implied? If we come to consider the arc of the sighting, meaning the new crescent of the moon, Friday night. The second, the second day of the month of year for the year forty nine thirty eight. The uh, we would calculate that the arc of the sighting would be eleven degrees and eleven chalakim kameshia data as we have already determined above. Being that the arc of the sighting is between ten and fourteen degrees, it's necessary to consider it in relation to the first longitude. We've already established that the longitude on this night was 11 degrees. Being that the arc of the sighting is more than 11 degrees. The start of the first longitude is more than 10 degrees. One should know that the new moon would be able to be sighted this night in Yerushalayim. Based on the limits established above. Similar calculations should be done when it comes to the Keshes Horeiya in terms of the, its first longitude. From all the above, we're able to see the extent of the Cheshbenes, the additions and, and the subtractions 
And when we're able to round off, to lay out the above in a way that it's not too abstract or too deep to, to grasp. This is because the, the complication involved in this is because the moon's orbit doesn't follow a specific route. That's why the that the sun knows the time, the time of its setting, but unlike the moon, sometimes the setting of the moon is comes earlier, sometimes later, as one is able to determine from these calculations, sometimes it's necessary to add or subtract until we come to the to the moment of when the new sighting of the moon would, would occur. Sometimes the amount of time that the new moon would be in the sky before it sets on the night of the 30th would be longer, sometimes shorter. The reason for all these calculations, why we add and subtract, and the basis of which we base all these calculations, and the proofs for this is the wisdom of the tkufes, of astronomy and geometry, of whom the sages of Greece had, have compiled many books, which those books are currently in the hands of the Yiddish sages. But those books which are compiled from the Shevet of Yisachar, as we know that those from Yisachar, Yudea, those were the one who knew how to be Kaveya, the, the Seyed of Ibor, these books, they weren't handed down, we don't have the tradition from the Chachm Yisrael. However, being that all the above is based on proof, 100% mathematical proof, it's impossible for a person to, to question them or to think in a different way about them. In we don't take, we don't, we're not concerned about the person who authored these books. If it be our prophets who compiled them or a book that was compiled by the Goyish sages, for any matter whose point of truth has been proven, with complete proof, of which no one can, of which no one is able to uh, uproot or disprove, we don't rely on the person who wrote the book, rather we rely specifically solely on the reasons of which his mathematical cheshbenes are based on.